There's no mister, it's just Higgins, sir. The National Broadcasting Company presents the second in a new comedy series, It's Higgins, Sir. Created and transcribed by Paul Harrison and starring Harry McNaughton as Higgins. I bequeath my entire Queen Anne silver service to Philip Roberts. That the silver service and Higgins shall be inseparable, and that both must be kept by Philip Roberts or neither. <laughs> yes, this will, dictated by the late Sir Philip Robertson of Great Britain, was the reason we find our friends the Roberts with a very English butler. And the Roberts, in turn, find themselves bewildered. And in the morning, no one can be as bewildered as Mr. Roberts. <laughs> There's someone at the bedroom door. <laughs> Philip, please. Oh, Elizabeth, be quiet. I'm sleeping. There's someone at the door, and you've got to get up. I don't hear anything. Well, I do. Then you answer. <laughs> I can't. I don't have any slippers. I should do. I tripped over them getting in bed. You threw them at a cat last night. All right, I'll answer it. It's the middle of the night. Go away. It's the middle of the night. Good morning, sir. It's eight o'clock, Mr. Roberts. Your tea, sir. My what? If you'll open your eyes, sir, it's tea. Your before breakfast tea, sir. I never drink before breakfast tea before breakfast. <laughs> It might be nice to have tea before we get out of bed. Very good, madam. Shall I bring the tray in? Oh, oh no, 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 I, I... Oh, you can't come in here. I'm... I'm... She's barefooted. <laughs> I'll take the tray in. Very good, sir. Uh, uh, be, be careful, sir. Don't be silly. I'm as steady as a rock. Undoubtedly, yes. But wouldn't it be easier if you opened your eyes, sir? <laughs> Never mind. Just turn me around and... Aim me. If you say so, sir. Breakfast will be served at 8.30. What a lovely idea, having tea in bed. Uh, put the tray right there, dear. That's right. Now I'll pour. Do you realize I've been deprived of a half hour's sleep? Here, try your tea, dear. It might make you feel better. Tea? Make me feel better? I can't even keep my eyes open. I wonder how it is as an eye wash. Stop grumbling and try it. All right. Just to please you, I... <laughs> it's boiling hot. Your eyes are open now, dear. Well, now I've had my whole breakfast. Tea and boiled tongue. Heavens, the enemy enters the gates. Morning, Miss Briggs. 
What are we having for breakfast? I am Higgins. No one could possibly mistake me for a woman. Gee, I'm sorry you're wearing her apron and cap, and and she always cooks the meals. Miss Briggs has the day off. Apparently, she's going to take a music lesson. Music lesson? Yes, she said she was going on a toot. (laughs) (laughs) And what's that you're cooking for breakfast? Kippers. Kippers? What are kippers? Kippered herring, a fish commonly eaten for breakfast. Fish for breakfast? Oh, no. Master Thomas, may I remind you that the proof of the pudding is in the eating. You're making that old fish into a pudding? (laughs) Master Thomas, I am very familiar with the Roberts family tree. I, for one, would not want to be the first to tie the family sapling into a pretzel. (laughs) Boy, the way that stuff smells. Just like the time Pop had a campfire going and I stuck an old sneaker in it. Young man, I understand you're a boy scout. I suggest you retire from the kitchen unless you hold a merit badge for handling dynamite. Okay, okay, I'll go. But what I'm smelling, I ain't eating. Good morning, Tommy. Good morning, Briggsy. Oh, no. Must I go through this again? Pardon me. I'm dreadfully sorry, Higgins. Oh, it's quite all right, Miss Deborah. What's that you're cooking? You know, it smells just like the time, Tommy. I know, I know. It reminds you of sneakers in a campfire. How did you know? Mm, Oh, we cook sneakers in England all the time. Oh. (laughs) What are you cooking? Kippers. Kippers? Oh, yes, of course, kippers. Kippers, yes. I just love them with plenty of jam. Excuse me. (laughs) Kippers with jam? Revolting. Good heavens, it's Higgins. Hey, how come you're wearing that silly-looking apron and dust cap? I always wear these when I cook sneakers. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Who's burning sneakers in the kitchen? Breakfast will be served immediately in the sneakers. I mean, in the dining room. <laughs> All right, Higgins. Come on, everyone. Yes, come, come on. on Don't lose me, Step on. Mother, look at the sideboard. All the food's over there. Yeah, nothing on the table. Oh, oh. Oh, I understand. How very English of Higgins. What? He's serving breakfast buffet style. You mean we all got to eat standing up? This is too much. First he wakes me up a half an hour early, then he burns my tongue, and now I've got to eat standing up. I'll serve you, dear. Now you just sit right there and relax. Oh, my. These things look delicious. There you are, dear. All right. That's the sugar and cream. Uh, Sugar and cream? Certainly. I've been using them for years. I don't eat my cereal rye. Philip, you better open your eyes. Don't be silly. My eyes are open. I... <laughs> what is this right here on my plate? <laughs> a kippered herring, dear. Kippered herring? For breakfast? You're just lucky you didn't make a pudding out of them. Take it away, dear. Far, far away. Yes. Yes, I better. But there are lots of other nice things. I wonder how they do taste with jam. Here you are, Philip. Try this. Don't they smell delicious? They smell like... They're kidneys. Kidneys? Kidneys? Holy mackerel. Mackerel, sir? I didn't realize you fancied mackerel. We'll have that tomorrow morning, sir. (laughs) Kidneys? Take them away. Far, far away and hurry. Very well. I shall withdraw my kippers and kidneys. Just bring me some corn crunchies, the cereal that flips, flaps, and flops. Flips, flips, flaps, and flops. Noisy little things, aren't they? I should think that kippers would be much more pleasant in the morning, sir. 
They're very quiet. They just lie there. <laughs> I'll try some of the kippers, Higgins. They look lovely. Those kidneys sure don't. Yeah, t- t- Tommy, please. I'm getting a little queasy. I think I'm seasick. Oh, really, sir? I have just the remedy for that, sir. On my trip over on the Queen Elizabeth, I was a little bit shaky. I, I was quite seasick. Well, 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 what's the remedy? And, and make it quick. Yes, sir. I can highly recommend a large pony of brandy... With a raw oyster in it. That did it. I have a feeling it's time for me to leave, but fast. Oh, it's Mr. Marshall, Daddy. Shall I answer the door, sir? No, 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 no. It's quite all right, Higgins. He drives me to work. Uh, This week, that is, I drove him last week. I see, sir. Your hat and coat, sir. Thank you, Higgins, for everything. You're entirely welcome, sir. Goodbye, dear. Bye, Bye, bye. 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 Where's my briefcase? Where's my briefcase? Higgins carried it out to the car. Oh, no, no, no. That's the last straw. I didn't want Ed to see Higgins. Oh. Oh. Morning, Phil. Have I got another customer this morning? Uh, uh, morning, Ed. Uh, 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 this is, uh, uh, this is, uh, uh... Hi, buddy. My name's Marshall. Mine is Higgins, sir. Well, hop in, Higgins. I'm late. Uh, no, 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 Ed. You, uh, you don't understand that <laughs> Higgins can't go with us. He's not... He's my... (laughs) Phil's always like this in the morning. Hop in, Higgins. Uh, Thank you, sir. But I'm Higgins, the butler. Oh. Goodbye, Mr. Roberts. Butler? Well, it's a long story. Butler? Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, di, da, da. Now, there's no need to make an issue of this. It's all very simple. I had a, a very, very distant relative in England who... Left me the butler along with the silver servant. Never mind the excuses, Phil, old boy. I've known you a long time. Uh, tell me, does he tie your shoelaces for you? No, I can do that for myself. Oh, you great big strong boy. <laughs> he even carried your briefcase to the car. <laughs> oh, brother, no wonder you can't play golf. Hey, say, maybe you could get Higgins to carry you around the course piggyback. <laughs> See what I mean? I play a pretty good game of golf. Sure, 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 sure. Have you ever beat me? Well, well, you've been pretty lucky. I'd, I'd come close. Uh, but I... See what I mean? I exercise. I take care of myself. Physical condition, that's a ticket. Why, Philzy, you won't believe this, but I brush my own teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and your poor son, Tommy... Now he won't have a chance at all. Now, you listen, Ed. Tommy's all boy, and don't you forget it. He's, he's strong and tough, and he can take care of himself. Sure, 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 sure. Then how come my Eddie can chin himself more times than Tommy? Well, Eddie can get his chin over the bar easier. What does that have to do with it? Well, it's just easier. With a receding chin like your Eddie's. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, what about that wrestling match Eddie won? Said Tommy was a pushover. Okay, okay, you win. Say, I'm still hungry. Let's stop somewhere for a cup of coffee and a donut, Oh, eh? please. Please don't mention food to me. What do you mean? You're always ready to eat, anytime. Well, this morning my breakfast was... <laughs> uh, let me tell you about my breakfast. <laughs> uh, uh, the butler, eh? Mm. I suppose he can whip up quite a meal. Higgins is a jewel. He served us a real English breakfast. First... Now, first, there was a, a lovely steaming platter of kippered herring. Kippered herring? Mm. Fish? Mm. For breakfast? 
What an aroma, Ed. Like sneakers. I mean, uh, what, a, what a lovely smell of smoked fish permeated the entire house. I'm not sure I want to hear about oh, it. Oh, but I insist. Now, <laughs> well, after the kippers came the real piece de resistance. A platter heaped with kidneys. Uh. Kidneys? Mm. Oh, Phil. Uh, kidneys a la Sir Robertson, covered with a rich brown sauce. You ought to try them with jam. Debbie does. Oh, what an aroma. <laughs> Phil, please. Uh, what I especially liked was the finishing touch. A large pony of brandy with a great big raw oyster floating in it. You drive? Oh, oh dear. Oh, Higgins, you move about so quietly. Perhaps you should whistle as you move about the house so you won't startle me. Whistle, madam. I can't even produce a medium-sized pucker. Oh, that's too bad. No Englishman can whistle. Why not? Stiff up a lip. <laughs> Your morning mail, madam. Oh, oh, thank you, Higgins. Would you care for a cup of tea whilst perusing the mail? Tea? Oh, yes, that would be nice, thank you. You'll find the tea bags in the left-hand kitchen cabinet. Uh, tea bags? Yes, those little bags with tea in them. Madam, I've made tea all my life. My father made tea all his life. My grandfather made tea all his life. During those three generations, not one of us has ever made tea from a gunny sack. Oh, oh well, make it your own way. Uh, personally, I think it's much better tea. Of course, madam. It's obvious you're a very discerning woman. Is someone hissing me? It's me, Higgins. It is I. I know it's you. Miss Nancy, why are you whispering? Higgins, I want to talk to you about Pudgy. Pudgy? Oh, Pudgy, yes, the young man who called last week. The one with the porcupine hair, who stands with his mouth wide open with his wide fish eyes staring. Pudgy and I have an understanding. Oh, good, good. Then he won't be coming around anymore. The understanding is that we go steady. Go steady? My word, has he been wobbling? <laughs> no, no. All it means is that we're going to go with each other on dates and things. Now, if he calls this afternoon, yes. tell him I'm out and won't be home until dinner time. Very good, miss. I shall keep his calling card. Calling card? Pudgy doesn't have a calling card. But last week when he called, he said he left it home. He only said that because you frightened him. The feeling was exactly mutual. <laughs> but I must say, in England, I have never announced anyone without a calling card. You're right, Higgins. <laughs> Imagine Pudgy with calling cards. Mm. Higgins, there you are. Oh, yes. never mind the tea now. I have to hurry downtown. Would you like to go, Nancy? Yes, Mother, I would like to go. I just remembered a very important errand. I wonder if you'd be good enough to get Tommy's lunch, Higgins. Of course, madam. Uh, Debbie is eating lunch at a friend's house. and Oh, oh yes, uh, Tommy likes peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly? Goodbye, Higgins. I'll be back in about an hour. Uh, very well, madam. Peanut butter and... What a weird idea. I never realized one could milk a peanut. <laughs> Master Thomas, one thing is certain. You'll never be a sneak thief. Hey, uh, hey, what's for lunch? You are to have peanut butter and jelly. Could you show me where the ingredients are? Oh, sure. Uh, 
Peanut butter, uh, jelly, bread, milk. Oh, jeepers. Jeepers go in the sandwich, too? <laughs> no, I jammed the jaw on my fingers. That's why the jeepers. Oh, I see. It's something you put on an injured finger. No, jeepers is something you say. Jeepers is something you say. <laughs> hey, don't forget the jelly. How could I? I should think this mixture would seal the mouth permanently. Oh, tastes great. You see, you go roll that. My word, you're speaking with a uh, British accent. <laughs> Milk, you said? There you are, Master Thomas. Shall I prepare another of these? No, thanks. I'm not hungry. My word, are you ill? No, I ain't hungry. I'm not hungry. You got worries, too? Worries. Oh, I see. So that accounts for the languishing appetite. Worries. Well, there's a dance tonight, and I gotta go. Mom says so. Yeah? Then is this girl acts... She acts like a girl. Are you saying some young lady refused your invitation to a dance? Well, tell me, Master Thomas, what were, the, what were you wearing when you approached the young lady? What I got on right now. You were wearing that? That? That perspiration shirt? <laughs> What's wrong with my sweatshirt? Oh, it's devastating. Has it ever been washed? Sure. Last November when I had the measles. Mom snaked it out of the room while I was delirious. She was a cad, wasn't she? Master Thomas, are you serious about wanting this particular young lady to attend the dance with you? Yeah, I guess so. In that case, I have reason to believe I can be of some service to you. If you'll follow my advice, I believe she'll agree to go with you. You could do that? Boy! We'll start with the hair, then a bath, then fresh clothes. Perhaps you'll memorize a bit of Byron. Poetry simply slays them. Poetry? Me? I said there was only one way. When I'm through with you, you'll be a perfect gentleman. Jeepers, a gentleman. Can I wear my sweatshirt? Absolutely not. You may, however, keep it as a sentimental souvenir. Stand it up in the corner over there. <laughs> you do, Miss Jean? Well, gee whiz, who are you? I am Master Thomas Roberts. Tommy, what happened to you? Nothing. I'm just dressed up and I got a haircut. My butler gave it to me. Your butler? Oh, gee whiz. <clears throat> May I come in, Miss Jean? Oh, sure. Miss Jean? Oh, jeepers. Uh, well, do sit down, Tommy. Thank you. Lovely day, yes, indeed, quite lovely. It is? I uh, realize I'm quite bold, but you look positively ravishing. Especially the way your sweatshirt hangs down over your jeans. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Uh, you look ravishing, too, without your sweatshirt. I uh, called to ask if you'd care to attend the dance with me this evening. Or are you otherwise engaged? Me? Go with you? Oh, boy, sure. You're going to go with me? Oh, boy, I'd be crazy not to. Oh, jeepers. What do I do now? <laughs> okay, yes, Ed. I'll, I'll play golf with you on Saturday. No, you don't need to give me a handicap. 
Now, if I lose 18 holes, 17 holes would be... me, Daddy. And, oh, Nancy, what are you doing down here? Daddy, I've got a very serious problem to discuss with you. It's actually a matter of life and death. Life and death? Oh, this is serious. Yes, if you don't give me the money, I'll just die. I'll simply die. Money? And now, just just how serious is your problem in in, in dollars? I need a dollar and 98 cents. (laughs) You you call that serious? One dollar and 98 cents? (laughs) Only a dollar and 98. (laughs) A dollar and 98. (laughs) Now, see here, Nancy, you can't afford to have such high-priced problems. Daddy, am I your own flesh and blood or or some stranger you never saw before? Goodbye, stranger. (laughs) All right, Nancy, here you are, honey. Uh, No questions asked. Uh, Is it pudgy again? Now, that isn't fair. I haven't paid Pudgy's way into the movies in three weeks. You mean you've been going to the movies with Pudgy and he's been paying for it? Yes, in a way. In what way? He got a job as an usher. Take your hat and coat, sir. Oh, yeah. Higgins, I, I sort of forgot you were in the house. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, hello, Miss Darling. Excuse me, sir. Well, how did it go today, dear? Hmm? In some ways, I had quite a trying day. I can't seem to get used to having Higgins around the house. He puts his foots around and I can't hear him coming. Perhaps I can persuade him to hang a bell around his neck. Hmm, that might help. Then he could work and sell good humors at the same time. <laughs> You're just being silly. Having Higgins around the house is quite a serious problem to me. I don't know if I approve of it at all. Don't forget the silver service, dear. If he goes, it goes. Hello, Daddy. Oh, hello, baby. You got all your problems straightened out? Oh, yes. Yeah. You watch out, Debbie. Now, don't do. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Pop? You used to be able to catch me without falling down. Well, you didn't used to jump so high. Let me help you up here. All right. Oh, my goodness. Debbie, you left a footprint right on Daddy's car. That's what I said. She jumps too high. Good evening, everyone. Why, good evening, Tommy. My, how nice you look. Tommy? This is Tommy? (laughs) It's me, Pop. Are you sick? Oh, Pop. Ah, good evening, Master Thomas. Good evening, Higgins. Would you be good enough to lay out my blue serge suit and draw my bath? Very good, Master Thomas. What was that? Draw my bath? Lay out my blue serge suit? Oh, he acted like a perfect little gentleman for the first time in his life. He acted like a little sissy. Gee, Mommy, there must be something awfully wrong with him. He looked awfully pale. That's because he's so clean, dear. (laughs) No, wait till Ed Marshall cares about this. Oh, murder. My own little gentleman. I think he's lovely. Just lovely. My own son is lovely. Oh, Tommy. Beg pardon, sir, but Master Thomas wanted to be a gentleman. I merely helped him in every way I could. You. Higgins, if you're able to make a gentleman out of him, you'll have my eternal gratitude. You may stay with us for the rest of your life. Thank you, madam. No one is going to make a sissy out of my son. Higgins, you've stabbed me in the back. If you say so, sir. (laughs) 
Another baked potato, sir? No, thank you. But you might fill my water glass again. I'm considering drowning myself. I'll have another baked potato, if you please, Higgins. Certainly, Master Thomas. If you please. Whom are you taking to the dance tonight, Tommy? Jean Marshall. Jean Marshall? Oh, no, not Ed's daughter. Oh, now, Ed will be sure to know. He'll, he'll see you for himself. Oh, Higgins? Yes, Miss Nancy. That will be Pudgy. I mean, Mr. Mervyn Armentrout. He called. <laughs> Left this card. I didn't hear him. Oh, how very nice. Now he has a calling card. Excuse me. Pudgy has calling cards? Of course. All gentlemen have calling cards. Pudgy? With calling cards? What's happening to my little world? Good evening, sir. Oh, yes, you're the young gentleman who called last week. This time I have your card. It reads Mervyn Armentrout, formerly known as Pudgy. <laughs> That's you, isn't it? Now, see here, young man, close your mouth and stop staring at me with those fish eyes. Oh, I say, Mr. Armentrout, come back here. Oh, dear, Higgins has done it again. He's frightened Pudgy away. Oh, Miss Nancy... I'm terribly sorry, but the young man seems to have done it again. Uh, say, Higgins, uh, come here. You're quite familiar with calling cards, aren't you? Uh, how much would you say a couple of dozen cards would cost? A couple of dozen cards, sir? Mm. Oh, I'd say, let's see now. Uh, oh, three shillings and sixpence, a couple of pounds. A dollar ninety-eight, sir, net. That figures... Who's there? It's me, Pop. Why are you sneaking upstairs? Oh. Oh, my, your face, your suit, your eye. I didn't want Mom to know I was in a fight. Is she up? She's out in the kitchen. In a fight, huh? Naturally, you lost. I did not. I won. Huh? Eddie Marshall's in a mess. You, you whipped Eddie Marshall? Yeah, he's got two shiners, a bloody nose, a big bruise on his chin, and his brand-new two-piece suit is now an eight-piece suit. Oh, <laughs> lovely, lovely. Uh, uh, what's that under your torn shirt? Oh, this. Well, that's my old sweatshirt. I wore it underneath. Uh, well, tell me how you whipped Eddie, son. Well, he kind of got smart, so I put up my hands like this. Uh, wait a minute. I'll kneel down so you can show me. Okay. So I threw the left hook, the one you taught me. Uh, and that laid him out. I knew it would. Oh, no. It was the right mystery corkscrew punch that Higgins showed me. Higgins? I oh. thought he was making a gentleman out of you. Oh, yeah, but he said even in England, a kid what's a gentleman should know how to fight. <laughs> a, a mystery corkscrew punch, huh? Uh, come on, show it to me now. Okay, put him up. Yeah. Now, first I throw the left hook. Yeah. And then the mystery right. <laughs> how is that, Pop? Pop, don't just lie there smiling at me. Get up. Hey, Serge, very good punch. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of your son. You, you won't tell Mom. Oh, I should say not. This is, this is just between us men. <laughs> good night, son. Good night, Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that, Phyllis? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Tommy. Uh, he just came in, uh, went right to bed, pretty tired, I guess, you know, first dance and all that. Uh... Well, isn't that amazing? That's the first time he's ever come in that quietly and well-behaved. Higgins has done a fine job with that boy. Uh, yes, yes, he certainly has. I'll uh... go right up and kiss him goodnight. Uh, Higgins might be a little shocked. I meant Tommy. Oh, uh, well, uh... 
Don't turn on the light, dear. Tommy was pretty tired. Just, uh, just sneak in in the dark. I'll huh? do just that. <laughs> what a sweet thought. Yes, you have no idea. Is there anything further before I retire, sir? Uh, Higgins, I've maligned you, and I apologize. As you wish, sir. <laughs> Furthermore, I, I'm very happy with you. As a matter of fact, Higgins, you're a lollapalooza. If you say so, sir. <laughs> this has been It's Higgins, sir. The second in a new comedy series starring Harry McNaughton with Vinton Hayworth and Peggy Allenby as Mr. and Mrs. Roberts. It's Higgins, sir, was directed and transcribed by Paul Harrison and written by Paul Harrison and Rick Bollocks. It's Higgins, sir, came to you from our Radio City studios in New York. Join Jack Pearl and Mimi Benzel next on NBC. Mm.